0: they used to get on the train at three o'clock in the morning
1: go to go minneapolis
0: to Minneapolis, and shop all day <laughs> and be back by midnight
1: well welcome back to this episode of the interview from the Y millbank podcast network uh today we have a friend of mine that i've gotten to know it's been kind of a fun treat to get to know jerry brown um thank you what uh well first of all welcome thanks for coming in and taking a little bit of time to sit down with us and talk about who you are and what you do or what you used to do <laughs> well what i'm still doing who knows right. so you uh you're from millbank is that correct yep. were you born and raised here
0: born here 79 69 years ago
1: wow. yesterday well happy birthday <laughs> I didn't know that. That's exciting.
0: Yeah. Yep. So, so you made it. You're almost there to the seventy. Just about.
1: Nice. How's that feel?
0: Uh, it doesn't seem that long.
1: <laughs> How many kids you have? Just one, one? child, Tim. Okay. I, I and he's Tim. moved back to town and. away from? Did you? Did he run away after high school?
0: Well, yeah, he worked with Walmart around the area. Oh, that's right. And then now he's back at Shopko. He's managing that. So. That's something he's wanted to do for a while, right? Yeah. He's going kind of have, yeah. have that kind of store. He's had that plan in his head for quite that's a while. That's
1: awesome. What's your earliest memory of Millbank?
0: I was thinking of that. There's a lot of them because I suppose the uh, first thing was going to the old uh, American Evangelical Lutheran Church down on the corner. That would be my earliest ones. and Old Main Street uh, where the old... Uh, Bo's office building, Advanced Technology, First National Bank. Yeah. I can remember that being a Mer- Minneapolis Moline dealership. The building that
1: Great Western Bank is in now, which no. is just to no, but but that that's just to the west, right on the west corner. Yep. What was there? Was that always a bank?
0: No, that. Or was, was that nothing? It, well, there was bookstores, and uh, in 19 mid 1960s, uh, there was a. Uh, pool hall there called the playmore it was a family pool hall they had really? six tables my mother worked there as a waitressing and kind of running it so hurt. pool hall back then what was it a bar i mean was, was there no, an no. alcohol counter or was nope. it just you go there and play pool sauce serve ice cream sandwiches hamburgers so you could get a noon meal there or if you wanted to go back and play snooker or eight ball <laughs> or you could do it they had a few pinball machines it was the kids okay. hangout okay. in town uh smoking? No smoking. No smoking, really? No. No. So it it was aimed at the youth. It was aimed at the youth and family. Was it a private privately owned
1: yeah enterprise?
0: And it was owned by uh Myron Ador Schwant and uh Don Cowers. They were brother and brother-in-law and sister.
1: Schwant, is that um relation to the new lawyer Jackson?
0: Yeah, that'd be his grandparents. Well, do you know when it
1: when it ceased to exist?
0: Well, 70 172 maybe okay. something like that
1: and then was do you know if that building just sat empty or did it they moved it out right into they
0: moved it out of town and that's where lushki has that old building sitting out there east of uh runnings yeah that's what building that was
1: east of runnings like the one that's falling down yes that one that little junkyard looking spot that's correct like that was the location you went to play pool?
0: No, no. It or it was here. It, just, it was here. Right, but
1: th- did they move it to run out there? No. Or that's just where they moved the when, stuff to? When
0: they, Dakota State bought them out. Mm-hmm. Just for the building? For for the land. And then they put the land up, moved the building out there. Oh. Probably the gave cu- it away. The current
1: building was there, was built by a bank. Yes. Okay, so they actually moved the building that was sitting there. Yep. And that's the one that's all falling apart? That's Correct. So, the, the Coaster Law Office, which is just to the north of that,
0: was the old on the Dakota corner. State Bank. Okay, building so they
1: just moved across the street south. And then the review building's always been there.
0: Always that's one as of the, long as I can remember. Yeah, that's one that's of the been, oldest, I uh, think, it is. isn't it? Mm-hmm.
1: I know this building we're in was 19, well, 1908, maybe? Yeah. 1906 is when it was built, uh, from what I can find. Yep. And it was
0: Emmanuel Furniture, Furniture way back.
1: And then it was a bookstore. It was a photo bookstore. finishing place at one point.
0: Yep. Floss repair, uh, floss appliances was
1: somewhere. Yeah, I, I think so. And then just to the north of us, which is where chiropractor is right now, there that was the Chateau Theater.
0: Yeah, at one
1: time. And then, which is such a bummer, that building's gone. Because I bet. Oh, that, that was. was cool. a, what do you remember of that building?
0: I I don't ever remember being in it. Really? Yeah. It was uh, closed by the time. I was old enough to go to shows or remember anything, and it was always the theater across the, the street. The DeFe at the De time, Fe, right? DeFe owned both of them. Were, were they just movie theaters, or yeah. did they actually do
1: mm. like stage production?
0: Mostly mo- any movies, I think. We've got uh, Our Jim Worry has the candy counter from the old. Chateau Are you kidding? Theater. We used it. It's got a marble base. We we had to tear it apart to move it out of the building at the when uh they tore the ladies clubhouse down out at Lake Farley a couple of years ago.
1: Oh, it was in there.
0: Mhm. Oh, cuz I I looked in there
1: once. I never got to go in there fully, but I always wanted to just cuz there was I love that old Oh yeah. Old stuff. Now, do you remember much about and we're actually just for those listening that care. <laughs> um <laughs> next week. Today is the 12th of April. Uh we're bracing for a snowstorm, by the way. <laughs> in springtime Can't here in South wait. Dakota. <laughs> Um, next Wednesday is the plan so far, unless something changes. Uh we'll have Jerry, uh, Jim Warry and Neil Bogus. correct? That's correct. The plan is to have all three of those in here. We're talking trains. So we're gonna to de- kinda dig into the history of trains and what's happened with that throughout the the years in Millbank. That'll be a fun show. We may actually cut that into a couple different episodes just to yep. be able to get it all in because I think that there's a lot to talk about there and I'm excited about
0: that. We haven't all got together at one time to talk about this for quite a few oh, years fantastic. now. Oh, fantastic.
1: What's your first memory of the of the trains in Millbank?
0: Well, my parents used to bowl on Friday night, uh, and it was mixed doubles type deal, and they we'd stay at my grandparents, and they'd pick us up at 1130, and a lot of times, we'd go up and watch the train come in from the cities. The uh, passenger train, it came in at midnight. Where was the actual station? Right up by the tracks where that little building is now. That little. The
1: B, uh, Burlington Northern. Yeah. They operate that now, correct? Yep. And there's just a little tiny shack right there. That's correct. It's a little. Yep.
0: Just a little shack,
1: but that's where the. W- was it. Depot a, sat. It's own. And that's the depot that is now. Out, out at the uh threshing grounds. in No, Twin no, Brooks? No, no, or no, no. no, is that not. No, that's
0: it. a completely different building. Oh, really? Yep. The building that was there is Tom Adler's house. South of town. Where? It doesn't look at all like the <laughs> depot anymore. <laughs> well, but that it's, would be weird. It's, it's two miles south. Yeah. Uh, you turn or, by the turn by the radio station and yep. go west about half mile or something, and it's out in that building development there.
1: So they just took it out and then built on it.
0: Yep, took it out there and remodeled it. And... What would be the point of that? Uh I
1: mean, was it a, a a really nice structure? Or I it guess just it was.
0: Out? It's just the way it's what Tom Adler had for a vision. <laughs> And that's wow. what he did with it.
1: Is he is he still around? Yes. And is he does he live there? Yes. Are there Do you know if there are pieces of the old station still visible? I've never visible been or in the I house don't... to see. I'm... Mm, if you go to knock on the door. <laughs> hey, we're here. We're here to check out the
0: train. <laughs> but then we'd, we'd come and watch that. And then uh, in 1961, we rode the train from here to Minneapolis, which... Tra- uh, From Milwaukee Road to Burlington Northern and went down to Illinois for a weekend to see my aunt and uncle.
1: Were the cars, like were they really, were they nice passenger cars? Or were they just kind of middle of the road? They
0: were middle of the road stuff. It was um, nothing spectacular. They had a dome car. And when we made our family trip back to Illinois, it was the... Thursday or Friday before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. or no, excuse me, the couple days before Thanksgiving. So they were extra cars on the trains, and we wound up sleeping in the dome car because, or, or upstairs in the dome car because there wasn't any room. Okay, uh, down below, uh, it's interesting.
1: And you went to school through high school in Milbank, right?
0: No, my first eight years are out in the country.
1: Oh. It, I, now, is that the old white building that's west of 15, if you go north to the, what's that, County Road 4, and then go west? There's an old schoolhouse out no, there. No, no. That, we that's were, not We it. were
0: south, south we live southwest of town. Oh. And uh, that schoolhouse, matter of fact, all the schoolhouses from Grant Center Township uh, have disappeared. Mm-hmm. That's a bummer. Yeah, the one was a brick one that was torn down, make way for a couple houses out there.
1: What was that process? What was that, That what was it like going to a country school? Because that, that's everyone in one room, correct?
0: Yep. All eight grades. Grade. And we'd have, uh, when I first started, we had 10 kids, and then we had... Uh, they, let's see, about the third or fourth grade, they closed down another school because they didn't have enough kids, so we, they brought them over to ours, and we had 14, and when I graduated, we had eight kids going to school. Okay. So. Was that a, were those sanctioned, like, by, by
1: the state, or oh, was it a, oh was yeah, it Oh, yeah, they had a. So th- old, that was the school system. They
0: had a school board and everything else for each school. For each school. Oh, yeah my dad was on the school board before I went to school we had the teacher stayed with us for two years the school teacher (laughs) stayed at our place and went back and forth to school and and uh, we stayed we stayed friends with them for for how far
1: from your house was it
0: the school one mile and mile and a half
1: it was uphill both ways correct
0: yeah (laughs) Did, did you walk that typically
1: when the, was you know, when the weather was decent,
0: when the weather yeah. was decent, we walk, rode bike. We, had, uh, my two sisters and I, we would do it, everything. We'd walk, ride bike, depend on the weather, and what was going on.
1: What did you want to be when you were in school? What were your aspirations? Well,
0: my, I would be. I wanted to be the fourth generation farmer. Okay, because my grandfather. My great grandfather homesteaded here in eighteen seventy two. Where where's the land? Um South West Millbank. Okay. And um,
1: Do you guys still hold that land or no, is it gone? No. Oh, we, bummer.
0: Yeah. We had um then my my grandfather inherited his he had a brother that went out west and and uh homesteaded in Harding County. And a couple brother and a couple brothers that died one up in North Dakota in the flu epidemic in 19 18 something like that and uh, one was killed in a horse accident on the farm and and uh, one became a Methodist minister and <laughs> I mean all over the place yeah. and, and and then my dad come along and they farmed together with his two brothers for a while and different places around there and and uh, and uh in the 80s it was got to the point where either got big or got out oh and um uh, we were just kind of i don't know what you call it uh, hemmed in i guess we didn't have enough land. To didn't get have enough to go big, big and, and right we were, we were farming 400 acres between the two of us and milking 32 cows and and um, doing some odd jobs. I was doing a little driving on the side for, for a grain hauler in town here and stuff.
1: So at what point did you decide, well, I mean, I, I guess that was the, the <laughs> deal breaker, but yeah. um, when did you then go into truck driving? Because that was your career, yeah,
0: right? That's what, I, uh, for 30 years. Uh, I now, Was that long haul? No, well. I mean, like, tiny, as far as being
1: gone for days and days? i have
0: gone for two days at a time. Okay. Two or three days. What was the farthest you'd go? Oh, I've been to the UP of Michigan a couple times. I've been out in, to the foothills of Monta- uh, Montana, Montana, bake. Uh, you know, out in that area, down through... Most of uh, Wyoming, okay, Nebraska, Iowa. What was your? What did you haul? Hardware. Okay, I w- always hauled hardware for the. For the uh, the warehouse here in town. That's United Hardware. United correct. Hardware now. <clears throat> so that's been around for. It, that was a while. Yeah, they started in 1983, 84. They started moving everything out here, for. uh or maybe it was earlier than that. Uh early eighties when they moved the warehouse from Minneapolis out here. Well, it's actually trying, they they moved it here mm-hmm. rather than adding
1: another site, they actually moved it. Right. Who do they supply? Well, they like, s- are they dedicated
0: to certain uh franchises or they started out it was the Firewell, Osman and Kirk warehouse. Okay. F O K. Okay. Then it was uh they acquired some more stores and they had to change the name so they went to Trustworthy Hardware. Um,
1: but were they? That's the real question.
0: <laughs> well, you see, we we always said we're not an okay guy anymore but we're still trustworthy. Nice. <laughs> uh, so, and then uh, in with another couple acquisitions it started, it wound up being Hardware Hank and they served Hardware mm. Hank stores, Trustworthy stores, and Golden Rule Lumberyards.
1: Okay. Plus. But it's just the hardware for those. Yeah. Like they don't handle wood, like for a lumberyard. No, yard, right? no. Okay.
0: Just whatever they need to fill in hardware, paint, whatever mm-hmm. they needed. And now, are they still, They're still that, or is it primarily yeah, hardware, Hank? I I don't know. I've been out there for two and a half years, and I know the business model has changed mm-hmm. on it a little bit for them again. Okay. So I would hate to hazard a guess. All right. Be as dip- diplomatic as I can about it. <laughs> nice work. <laughs>
1: what office are you running for? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dog catcher. Excellent, excellent. Um,
1: Was that something you just fell into? Yeah. Or or you was like, I, I know how to drive, so I'm just going to well, go that I, route?
0: I started driving for uh, a grain hauler in town here, and I did that for a couple years, uh, for a year off and on. None and of the other... One of the other guys that worked for him got a job driving that for the trucking company in that hauled the freight out, and he wanted to know if I wanted a job doing the you know make a trip in once in a while, so I did that for for a year and a half, and then it was like. Uh, I went down and talked to him one day. I said, I think the milking cows is going to go by the wayside. You got a job for me. And <laughs> next week I was on the road. Wow. So so I've always been doing that. That was in and, the 80s? Yeah. It just kind of, I guess you might as well say I fell into it. I worked into it, whatever you want to call it. Did you go to college? No. Was that something you wanted to do and just didn't? At the time, I didn't think I needed to do it. To be a farmer. Yeah. Looking back, (laughs) it should have done a lot of things differently. Could have, would have, should have, you know? Yeah. So.
1: Do you think that it might, I mean, what are the odds you would be not living in Milbank if that were the case?
0: Oh, boy. Uh, I don't know. That's so far, far back, you know? Yeah. What I would have done or anything else, it's, as I guess. I'd hope to think I'd be back here, but well then who that, knows? that's
1: kind of the next line where I was thinking <clears throat> I mean, would do do you think your decision to stay in Millbank and to continue throughout your whole adult life so far? Um was that really driven by the fact that family, like this is a generational
0: location? Oh, I think so. Well look at Tim. He came back. That's true. That's fifth generation now. Yeah. Landon is the sixth.
1: You think he'll come back?
0: I have no idea what he's a Is he a junior? He's a sophomore. sophomore okay. But he's uh an aspiring actor, singer. Uh I don't know if and that may change, but I, I don't see a whole <laughs> lot of <laughs> that around Milbank. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true. Uh what do you remember of the impact of the um Milbank insurance system? You know, because it built up, as a seven-story building in town. Mm-hmm. It built up, this was the corporate headquarters yep. for big insurance company. Um, when that kind of began to fall off, what did you see as, what was the result of that in the community?
0: Oh, boy. Well, it's a, there were different parts to it. I remember people that grew up here wound up going back east to work. Mm-hmm. For the comp, uh, was it Royal or whatever that bought it out? I don't remember. But I know there were different people. We've had good friends that grew up in North Dakota and around that were church members, and they wound up in Utah working for the insurance company. Okay. Um, classmates of mine that worked for the insurance company did different things and they went to work for State Farm and and did all right and so it's how would I say it there was changes but they weren't all disastrous
1: Mm -hmm. Um, do you think and over the years I've talked to people about it and you know some of the sentiment is when that certain level of uh, of a white collar job left then it changed the dynamic of even education a little bit in in the community of Millbank. Did you see that at all, or is, was that more kind of a isolated view?
0: Oh, uh, see, when they when that went out, I was I wouldn't know it. Uh, I don't think the education it, part of it changed a whole lot because. Well, there were always people that wanted to do that part. There was always enough people to do that wanted to do other things. Mm-hmm. I thought we had a good mix in the community. Um, of course, with computers and everything taking off about the same time, everything changed yeah. a whole lot, and uh, so there was more more emphasis on the computer part of it. I don't know how I would uh, would categorize that because that was about the time I was just getting married and concentrating on the family. <laughs> concentrating on getting the family yeah. uh, started and Brad and, and I were expanding the cow herd right then and okay. doing other things. So. so how long after you were married um, well let's back up a minute. How did you meet your lovely bride? <laughs> I was working at Wholesalers, which is a hardware store, something like Runnings would be now. Okay. I was uh, um, just doing floor work, and she came in to buy oil for a 57 Chevy that seemed to use a lot of it. Hmm. I met her there for the first time, and then some friends of ours, uh, uh, well, Friend of mine and his wife, who is a friend of hers, went. We went roller skating one night and over at Sioux Historic, and that was that.
1: Wow! Oh. Love at first sight.
0: Mm, pretty much.
1: <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> is that a one? Is, is that a one-way street?
0: No. <laughs> Where, where's she from? Watertown. Oh. When she was born in Millbank. Really? Yeah.
1: And then, what? Uh, when did she go to Watertown?
0: Well, like right away. No, she went. She grew up down by Albany. Mm-hmm. Her parents farmed there for a couple of years, and then her dad went to Detroit or a suburb of Detroit and learned heating and air conditioning and all that. He kind of uh, intern uh, or yeah, interned with an apprentice apprentice there. Yeah. Learned it and then came back to Watertown and got uh, work with guys here and and they had the park stand. They lived out at Lake Campesca and had the park stand by across from Casino Racetrack. Oh. Let's
1: go a little bit into your like the love of the train. Okay. What where did that begin? Your your interest in the, the train system?
0: Oh, I don't know. We like I say, we, we always went up as kids to watch a mm-hmm. train come in and that was a neat they to stand there and watch that engine come in and uh, feel the power. and But then I kind of got away f- away from it. But I guess we rode the 1880 train a couple times when that first got started, you know, just out there. But uh, Where did that run? Keystone to Hill City, or Hill City to Keystone out in Black Hills. Oh. We'd go out there on vacation. And, and that's still,
1: run. they operate that as kind of a still historic going. run, right? Oh, yeah.
0: Is that, like, is that an hour long? Oh, that's actually. Yeah, it takes you about three hours to make the trip. Right okay. Time you go up there and detrain if you want mm-hmm. at uh, Keystone and look around. Is
1: that a uh, coal? Trail? Oil. Oh, Okay.
0: O- oil, but it's steam. Hmm. So, yeah we we've been out there in the winter time riding, riding that thing. That's a that's something we'll get into next week. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> no, that's exciting. That's cool. Um, but, but have, uh, did. Did steam trains, like when you were growing up,
1: were all the trains in steam? Or were they diesel at that they time? They were diesel. Okay. Yeah. I never saw a
0: steam train And I mean, I'm not trying uh, to say you're hundreds of years old no, or anything. I'm, <laughs> some days feel like it. <laughs> no, for the most part, uh, they were all diesel at the time. Did they ever
1: run a, a steam, like a an old engine into town for any reason? Like, Do you no, remember? No, not that I can we okay.
0: Well, we've, one time, that was... When we were on the train we had the engine two sixty one come through town and that is one big chunk of steel. Really? Five hundred thousand pounds. My word. Yeah. How many wheels? Four eighty four. And there it's it's in the cities and it's capable of running again. Yeah. We we've been on different trips with that thing around the country. Wow, that'll be fun.
1: Yeah, that that <clears throat> that conversation's gonna be a blast. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I I actually got to know your son Tim before I met you. Yep. He's an avid pheasant hunter and hunter. Yep. outdoorsy person, uh, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun because his job is in a in a tie. Um, yep. But then he gets to go out and do that. <laughs> There's
0: a lot of guys like that though. Did you uh how much how
1: like how much outdoor did you guys do when he was a kid? Oh, like, was that a lot.
0: Uh, not a lot, but we did a we did a fair amount. We had the pasture on the farm to go, uh, with a creek running through it, so we walked that a lot. Mm-hmm. We had a shelter belt around our place that we could hunt rabbits in and, and squirrels and stuff like that and, and go out. We did a little fishing. Before we moved into town, he got his first rabbit with an air rifle out in the, in the trees. and I remember <laughs> one day we were out with Land, uh When Landon was four or five years old, we walked the pasture. We got down to the other end, and Tim had a deer stand set up down there. We were just sitting out there talking, and this was a spring day, and there a few birds chirping at and Landon says, it's so peaceful down here. He just he couldn't get over it. And that's what a lot of times you'd go out there walking and just sit down and <laughs> just hang out. Hang out for a yeah. bit.
1: Do you guys travel?
0: Some. We've been uh, been to Washington, D.C. once when uh, chaperone the high school kids. Oh cool. When Tim was in high school, we've gone to West Virginia when Sharon's cousin was living down there. We've been to Los Angeles a couple times. Don't intend to go back no, there No, that's something soon. that's fun to see once and then yeah, you can just and say we went to Arizona Oklahoma our favorite place to go though if we're going anywhere for a while is the Black Hills. I just love it out there.
1: Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's good to just go sit in the trees. Yep. Millbank. Let's kind of take it back here.
0: How has it changed over the years? Well, of course, all the, a lot of the buildings have changed on Main Street, businesses. The farming around here has changed a whole lot. Everything is bigger. Markets have shifted, so it you're a farmer you got to be aware of your marketing all the time Mm -hmm. it seems like if you're going to do anything the blue collar jobs are here but they're not as good a paying as go to some of the other places that have a better factory system like even watertown i think maybe have some better pay scale but on all in all it's i've enjoyed it here i haven't really of course maybe i don't demand that much out of it either i don't know but for the most part I've in, I've enjoyed my time here. Maybe cuz I got uh for 30 years I was gone 4 days a week. So when I get back home <laughs> it was kind of nice it it used to better. be right. That's true. That's it. at least it didn't look worse. No. That's good. Unless the snow was too deep when I got back and I had to shovel.
1: Speaking of that, I heard some something around 12 plus inches tomorrow here.
0: Yeah. Are you kidding me? Talking, uh, starting uh, last, I looked at the uh, future scan for Kelland and about 11 o'clock tomorrow. 11 a.m.
1: Yep. That's when it begins. Yep. Then we just get buried till Saturday. Sounds like <laughs> kind it. Kind of,
0: my goodness. <laughs> One more, yeah, I hope they can get oh, that
1: play in somehow. I know. It's, it's Friday, yeah. Saturday. The, the school, they do, what do they do, two big productions a year? Yeah. And this is their Big Spring production? Yep, the what, the spring. Music Man? The Music Man. Oh, fantastic. It's a good one. Yeah. And your grandson's in that, correct? Oh, yeah. He's one of the quartet things. in Oh, there. excellent. So, yeah, that'd be a bummer if that didn't get... Yeah. And, oh, they'll figure it out. And they've been... I've talked to some of the track parents, and track has just been shut down because well, they, they, they haven't were, been able to do anything.
0: <laughs> I think they went to Lenox today.
1: I Yeah. They, they did just so that... Is that an indoor facility? Outdoor. Outdoor, but it's <laughs> better quality than right now. Here. I guess so here. <laughs> no snow. Yeah. Because that is, Wait. is that south of Sioux Falls? Yeah, but 40 bit. miles, something like okay.
0: that. Yeah, I think right out here, now, if you want on this track, you probably have built-in hurdles. <laughs> right. Slippery ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something
1: I'm always interested in is what do you think that Millwink could do as a community, whether it's... From, uh, you know, from the top down or from just the the people in their city blocks, you know, just kind of getting together. What could Millbank do to kind of, I, I say improve, because I think at some point we have to keep improving to to continue to be relevant. Um, what could Millbank do to almost, to, not to be better, but
0: to continue, to, to continue. continue a growth? Uh, one thing we got, when new people come in, we've got to be welcoming to them, I mean... I know you've been there eight, 10 years, 10 now. years now, just a couple months ago, January mm-hmm. it was 10 years and took me three, four years to know you were, yeah. know you were, know anything about you, you know, and maybe that's some because I was on the road, but others, I didn't have a need for a photographer right then or whatever. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> But I think mainly just people can just get acquainted with each other and go from there. That's a lot of it. How do you do that, though, in a community, especially in today's
1: world, when I was just on the Concordia University campus in Moorhead Saturday, or no, Saturday, Tuesday. Today is Thursday, so two Mm -hmm. days ago. And it was amazing to me. We walked in there big, the dining service center. Yep. And I was there with a photographer friend of mine who, his daughter, goes to school there. So we were on campus for an event and... We just wandered through there and was checking it out. And it was amazing to me how many people sitting with each other were staring at their phones. Yep. At at dinner. Yep. How can we as a community how do you encourage people to stop that and actually look up and go interact with people they don't know? Especially new people.
0: Yeah, that as a the sixty four thousand dollar question <laughs> in, in any community anymore, yeah. it sounds like Everybody complains about it from grandparents talking about the kids at the dinner table. One thing, they at church, they're not staring at their phones, so maybe that's As much. As much. <laughs> as much. <laughs> maybe that's part of it. Oh, yeah, maybe you know, an old guy or two that look <laughs> at their phone. Uh, uh, one
1: thing that shocked me, and it was just because it wasn't, I'd never seen it where I grew up on the West Coast, this idea of a street dance. Kind of, even now, they still, every now and then, some of the small communities have that. Do you think we need to go back to that concept,
0: or are we too sophisticated? There are people that tell you we're too sophisticated, (laughs) (laughs) and I think that's part of the shame of when a community tries to mature, you Mm -hmm. lose some of that community feel to it. Yeah. Because everything's got to be so planned. I mean, you can't go out and... I guess they still do down there in South Park. They have a pickup ball game once in a while, but most everyone. Not very often, though. No, you see them out playing football or something. Mm-hmm. Come Sunday afternoon, we play ball. And at one time in the late 70s, early 80s, we had 16 softball teams from the Millbank area that played softball on Wednesday and Thursday night. 16? Yep. Anywhere from 14 to 16 teams. Wow. It was, everybody was out there, and, mm-hmm. and uh, now the kids, I mean, we were playing with kids. It's the young adults, you know, and uh, everything everything goes on. Maybe they're into golf more now. I don't know. But Even that, I mean. But I know there's only like yeah. six teams in town now. Right. I mean, th- at there the are, most.
1: you know, there's bowling leagues, and you've got different dart leagues, but that that's such a narrower it's a much narrower yeah field i think but yeah the whole idea of just the, you're right the pickup baseball or football game in yep. the street that doesn't happen
0: yeah you know when my dad was growing up um, in the late 40s early 50s they had community baseball teams and they had a couple baseball fields out in a couple pastures around the countryside and that's where they played ball on sunday afternoon Hmm. and then that part of the community thing is just getting i i don't know some ways getting away from us or maybe it's just a fate everything goes in cycles you know
1: i just wonder if that's just the result of where technology has taken everything i think so and if it's i mean are we to the point of no return
0: i hope not i hope not what will it take though I, it's going to take a concentrated effort on somebody on uh just about everybody's part to from the young kids they got to little uh Make an effort to put down their phone, maybe for an hour or two, mm-hmm. and, and do something else. I know my granddaughter likes running; she'll go out and run. She's I don't, one of those crazy people. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I could run as good as she does. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if she takes an iPad, you know, while she's running or not, right. or if she's just out running with her thoughts. Mm. I it's. Uh, or running with her classmates, you know, and just kind of doing something different. Just you know, I I just wonder
1: how, uh, at what point do we just stop? Yep. Uh, you know, because do we need to have block parties again? Do we need to be able to shut down the street and have everyone pull out their grill in the middle of the road and just throw darts?
0: We've done something. That. Well, I don't know. If we've done we've done that a couple of years ago, Donnie Asop. Down in there, yeah. organized a block, the Sixth Street party, and there was four blocks of people came. That's awesome. And we had a picnic. He grilled a bunch of hamburgers and hot dogs, and everybody brought something. And mm-hmm. we sat around and talked for a few hours.
1: Maybe we need to start that. Have a, have a have, a, have <laughs> an unsanctioned citywide block party. Yeah, yeah, everybody, everyone, just plan on getting out and burning some meat yeah that'd be you a go. blast we <laughs> ma- gotta maybe? get some
0: sunny weather first oh geez no kidding <laughs> someday soon someday hopefully. soon
1: well jerry i appreciate this um you're taking the time because oh yeah this is <laughs> it's always fun to get everyone's stories and wear a fits. oh do you remember something that i intrigues me do you remember when the racetrack was operating or was that shut down
0: I remember, um, is this
1: just north of town, right? No. Or, oh, it's where Pribble Park was. Where Pribble Park yeah, was. is
0: Yeah. Is that's, uh, that was the racetrack. Um, Herb Peterson was involved with that. Daryl Aiden. And I remember the track being there, but I never, I was too young to go to the races back then. That was quite the event for a while, for two or three years when they had that track. I'm not sure just how long it went, but I do remember where it was. I think I read an old article from the
1: 40s or 50s when the circus would come to town mm-hmm. and they would parade down Main Street to the racetrack. And I thought, where in the world is this? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing here.
0: Where are they going? So it's
1: just it's cool. that
0: The uh, first circus I remember going to was out where whetstone. Lumber is now at Weststone Home Center. And, oh wow! And, out, and uh, west of town, before the DeBoer's,
1: oh the car wash, car wash, truck washing, wash, yeah,
0: truck wash, and all that. That was a big field, and they had a three-ring circus in there, and we rained like a son of a gun while the circus was going on. We never missed the circus, but getting out of there was a interesting.
1: <laughs> How did they get here? Did they come on the train at that point, or did they truck in then?
0: I guess I was. Too young to think about that. I was more interested in okay. watching the, what was going on. Do you on. remember
1: the what they brought with them, like the kinds of animals they brought?
0: Oh, I must have had some elephants with them because that was the mainstay of any okay. circus for a few years. Yeah, we went, when Tim was young, we took, a, they had the circus out south of Jim Farrell's farm out there. There was a big open field, and they brought in a big three-ring circus there, and that was all trucked in. Okay. Nice, nice big alfalfa field, you know, well, <laughs> Trampled <it had>, down, <laughs> and it rained and we uh got...
1: wow, no one had tiling back then, did they? No. <laughs> oh. I read the article I read about the circus that came in the, uh, it must've been the fifties. If I, I, I have to go back and look at the archives that I found, they had, I think over 3000 animals. Could have been, and one of them was a wild rhino, which just <laughs> blows my mind that they tra- traveled about the U.S. with a rhino. Yeah. I mean, nowadays, man, you get put in jail if you did that. Yep, <laughs> just crazy. What the entertainment was? Do you ever what? remember um, going to wrestling events at the odd? Or was that too no, early
0: as well? That was I wouldn't did that. uh, uh We they had a wrestling event. Late '80s at the okay. Millbank Gymnasium at the high school. I remember, I remember taking Tim to that and watching that.
1: And that was like a pro wrestling event.
0: Yeah, semi-pro. <laughs> <laughs> you can see him stomp their feet on the <laughs> canvas yeah. more. It shakes a lot. Yeah, it's a big trampoline. Well, They a... gave away a secret there, oh. didn't they? Oh.
1: Well, just bleep it out. It's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right.
1: Nobody knows anymore.
0: Uh, were you ever into uh, any rodeo stuff? Just watching it. Yeah. When I first got to high school, I used to go out to Buffalo, South Dakota, and in Harding County where my uh, relatives were and helped with the rodeo out there, you know, running shoots or shoot gates oh, or cool. something. But I never, never rode anything yeah. more than uh, maybe get on a calf in the calf pen once in a while <laughs> when I was farming, you know. That was enough for me. You
1: lived with them? You didn't want to go right? Yeah, them. there you go. Perfect. Was it just cat, uh milk cows you guys did or did you raise beef cows?
0: No, we had uh when we first started, we had cows and pigs and we decided to, that was when you had to specialize in more. We went to the cows and got rid of the pigs and and then got out. How did you get involved with the
1: threshing show
0: in Twin Brooks? I had relatives who work, worked out there on that and then we would that was always the week after train festival was done. So that was our decompressed weekend. Oh, that's right. Train fest. Yeah. So we were working at train festival. We get done. Then we go out there and watch these four guys work for a weekend out there. <laughs> and the people that started the threshing show actually are my, some relatives of my wife's a few cousins removed or something, you know, but not to claim them yet. <laughs> and uh, when train festival ended in two thousand six, I believe it did the next year we went out and uh tried the flea market area. It just set up some stuff. We had a bunch of antiques and mm-hmm. collectibles and stuff, so we were gonna set up there and watch how it worked and the next uh after the show was over they the guy that was running the flea market quit. he was getting older and he wanted to get out and I said, hmm, we could probably try that <laughs> now by we my, Sharon and I. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, she was all gone Was well. she we, all for we, it? Awesome. We had fun. We've, we have maps of the flea market area and who's- and I So developed. do you still run that piece of it? Yeah. You know, it's amazing how much bookwork there is with that flea oh, market bet, yeah. because you have to write everybody, every vendor down mm-hmm. and give them a um, sales tax oh, letter. right. And they have to turn everything into the- Do they have to turn it into you? No, they turn okay. it into the state. Right. Okay. And rebate, and either their sales tax number mm-hmm. or, or something, and then if they don't do that, then we get this letter that says, "Don't let them back." Oh, really? Yeah. So you
1: guys are the enforcement.
0: So yeah, if if they don't wow. pay up, then we can say, "No, you can't, can't display here." Do you year. have to? Yeah, the state would like like right, you to do it. Right, but
1: are you required to by the state? Or is it just a? I th- I
0: think it is. Uh, they make it sound like it is. Let's put it that way.
1: I just wonder if there's if if you actually are actually responsible and liable for that, or if yeah, I the don't. Reality I don't know. They're
0: not. They
1: would please have to please don't it.
0: Like, please don't let them set up and yeah. let it go with that. So we've done that, and and I've got we got to know all the people out there at the threshing grounds. I've developed some good friendships with vendors over the years I you know no same ones come back every mm-hmm. year and they get the same spot and or the close to the same who's in charge of the the shows and the different things that go on out there I'm on the board of directors okay. for that now but we have uh eight board of directors and they go everything they've got people that plan the what crops are going to plant what's they've got a lineup of machinery they want to feature from year to year couple ladies handle the kitchen stuff, the baking, and the food services. We all take a hand in building. We're moving. I'm, let's see. I moved the depot out there a couple of years ago thanks to the city and yeah. and the Flynn estate and some help from the threshing show. What would have happened with that? Would the city just have burned it? Yeah. That, that's what they said. Do you, do you want it or are we going to tear it down?
1: Wow, we'll, help, they, for you.
0: we'll help you move it. Yeah, if you want to. Otherwise, it's going in the garbage. Otherwise, it's going to go the same thing that happened to the ladies' clubhouse. The ladies' clubhouse was actually two train cars put together. Was it just an, an open room? Yeah, just an open room. Like a like a little dance hall. Yep, my grandfather. Uh, my my mother's father had a little family band and they played in for dances in that building. <laughs> really? Yeah. when my mom sorry, my mom was born in twenty nine, so this has been in the thirties, they played dances there and she can remember falling asleep on a pile of coats back of the stove. Wow. And that was like when I first moved here in two thousand eight, that was
1: a uh, an actual deck there. 'Cause that, that was a, a a train station at one point, or was it just there? For Train Fest, is that when? For why Train it got Festival,
0: that was downtown where the, oh, where um, some of uh, um uh, Valley Queen's generators are now was where that building sat, next to the depot. Okay, and uh, so that
1: was all right there, and right, and right now they've got their big cow generators. Yep, and their big water plant. Mm-hmm. So that was where the train station used to sit. Yep, and so the the, the tracks are right there. The tracks are right there. So they, they pulled. They, But that depot and that other building, well, the depot is the one that that was original, right?
0: The one that was- After
1: the one, the guy's house, correct,
0: Adler? Yeah. That depot came from Melham, South Dakota. Don't look for it on the map because it's not there anymore. (laughs) What? It's gone? It's gone. And the (laughs) town is gone. It was south of Clark. There's just nothing there? Nothing there. I know a guy in Clark to, can remember going for pheasant hunting down there, and they had a lodge on the uh, oh, hunting man. lodge in the old bank building before they tore that down.
1: <laughs> but there's nothing like no, none of the remnants are there. No, wow.
0: So anyhow, they moved to Watertown. A guy was going to fix it up, make a lake cabin out of it, and he got started on it. Says this is too much work, <laughs> and going to cost too much money, and he gave it to us to move it to Millbank.
1: And was that when it went to where Valley Queen is?
0: No, that's when it went out to Lake Farley. Okay. And then we built, we put that in. We put the ladies' clubhouse was moved out so Valley Queen could make their expansion. Mhm. And then we uh, built the deck out there for that. Okay.
1: And that was just to be used for train, train festival? Okay. So we that deck was only... There's been
0: weddings out there at the depot and... And uh, receptions, and now the track that spur is gone, everything's out of there right it's gone. We Marlon Fenner, and I tore all the track out. Where'd it go? Hanson Selvage bought it, okay, yeah, we used that money towards part of the deep moving the depot. The railroad ties went a lot of them went to Madison to the prairie village hmm. we some of them went out to uh to the threshing grounds with some rails, so we, we've got the, everything there. If There's a caboose in town yet that we want to move out to the threshing grounds. Where? North of the engine house. Is it just sitting on the tracks? It's yeah, just sitting on the tracks, north of the um, system Millbank Railroad engine house. Oh, that's over on, the, it's near Farley. Yep. Okay, so it's mm-hmm. over back by that piece yep. of land. Yep. Okay. So that's sitting there waiting for us to find some money. So
1: what, is there a track that you could take it on, or do you have to put it on no, a truck?
0: No, Wendland would move it. Oh. And uh, what in the world does that cost? 7500
1: <laughs> So we're still looking. Where will it sit? Like, will you put
0: two tracks out there for it to sit on? Yeah, we have enough track out there and ties to put okay. it up. And it'll sit right next to the depot oh, so people cool. can...
1: Is it in good shape or is it bad?
0: Fairly good shape. It's... uh. The windows are broken out of it now. The kids have been mm-hmm. at it. Uh, but there's nothing inside you can hurt too much.
1: Was it part of that, Pete, the few cars that were sitting at Farley for a long time? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, see, there, and there's only two of those cabooses in captivity like that one.
1: <laughs> Wild animals. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, they were on the original coal train that went from Gascoigne, North Dakota, to the plant here. Oh, man. And they, these cabooses are the same length as the coal cars that they pulled, and they have the swiveling hitches on them like the coal cars did because they use that to pull that into the, the uh, dump area and gauge everything, set all the gauges, so then the mule would pull the train through and dump. Dump the cars! Wow, man,
1: we live in different times now. Oh yeah,
0: I mean, (laughs) it's so much different than Mm -hmm. what we. But they 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 had a crew on them at first, and then at the last they just had a. Fred, on the on the caboose, flashing rear end device. Okay, hooked to an air hose. To control the back end and that was hmm. that was it but they still needed him to calibrate everything for dumping the cars all oh, right
1: that might be a a good end for our a, a caboose <laughs> to this show <laughs> this first this first time i i i'm assuming that we'll be back
0: well i hope so um if you definitely want, with if trains. You want to, oh, the trains but next then week.
1: but then i know we've talked over the years um about some of the smaller towns and different things that used to be out and about and I I just I love that old old history. Well there's
0: Stockholm and Strandberg and, and Lebolt. Yeah. You know what Lebolt is. It's not a French hardware store. <laughs> nice. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I've uh couldn't help it. Nice. Good work. <laughs>
1: oh, man. Well, Jerry, thank you so much for, for, for taking the time to sit down with us again. and Again, for the first time. <laughs> this is the interview on the Why Millblank Podcast Network. We are on iTunes, uh, the Apple Podcast Store, if you're interested. Go to whymillblank.com slash podcasts that is uh, where the main page for all the shows that come out of the studio are located. And then from there you can go about to all of them and listen and support and do whatever. If you have a story you want to tell, uh, there's a contact link on there as well. You can fill it out and come tell your story. I mean, just ask Jerry. It's fun, right?
0: Yeah, I've had a great time. <laughs> Excellent. You might not get rid of me at all. I like it. Way.
1: This is fun. <laughs> Alright, thank you again. Have a great time. I will talk to you guys next time. See ya.